With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We've got two different sizes of Penny's Bang Biscuits, the bite-sized treats, perfect rewards during training sessions or anytime you want to thank your dog for good behavior. The biscuits handmade from scratch using healthy, all-natural ingredients, 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales will be given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. Eli Manning, the two-time Super Bowl champ and uh, co-hosting an alternate Monday Night Football broadcast with his big brother Peyton back on the program. Good to see you, Eli. When's the last time you had a true fist fight with Peyton? Uh, I don't know if Peyton and I have ever had a true fist fight. Um, You know, there's been some wedgies given uh, from both sides of us. That was probably the, the most recent thing. But, you know, he's five years older than me, so... You know, uh, Peyton and Cooper were two years apart. They definitely had the fights. Me, it was more I was just taking the brunt of a lot of the harassment uh, being the younger the younger child. And so now nowadays we're 40. He's 45. You know, he, he kind of knows better not to mess with me anymore. Who would be more likely to be able to play in a game this weekend, you or uh, Peyton? I think I got to I got to take that one. You know, I uh, I think just. I saw him throw the other day. We had we had our, our our high school football camp back in July, and it was it wasn't it wasn't coming out uh, real good. So he uh, and that was throwing like a high school like little ball. So I think he get that NFL ball. I don't I don't think he's ready. How does Brady continue to do it? I have no idea. I, you know, it's it's I'm not surprised by it, but it just I'm still amazed by it um, and, and what he was able to do last year. Uh, you know, changing teams, a new organization after 20 years and, uh, you know, a new offense, you know, trying to learn that offense in a shortened offseason and, and still get in there and, and create the same results. So, you know, I don't know how he 
you know, does it himself, but also how he just convinces the team that they're, you know, they're Super Bowl ready and they're a contender. And, you know, it wasn't the, the fastest start. They lost, you know, week one. He didn't play great, but, you know, he just got better and, and guys rally around him. The defense played outstanding and, and he's got something where uh, he, he just has the ability to lead those, those guys uh, to great things. All right. Now that you're an analyst, I can ask you this. Who's a better quarterback? Tom Brady or Peyton? Ooh, uh, c- currently today, Tom Brady is <laughs> no. currently Cor- right, right this second. <laughs> career. Is that polit- politically correct? Yes, uh, it is. Career, you know, it's one of those deals you could, you could argue this over. You know, obviously I'm a little biased to my brother because I've seen it firsthand uh, just the way – you know, he just, you know, he, he led that team and made the players around him so much better. Um, but obviously, you got to look at, at Tom's career and just, uh, you know, winning winning championships. And, and that's what he's been able to do. And, you know, um, and so, you know, who had a better better career? You could flip a coin or who's a better quarterback. You know, they're, they're both amazing. And, and you know, you'd, you'd want any of them on your team. Uh, to, to, to lead a franchise uh, for a long time. Do you wear your Super Bowl rings? I do not. I have not worn them in a long time. And, uh, you know, they're just – they're they're big. And now they're even getting bigger. I saw the the ones from last year. I mean, you can't even – you you know, you'd, you'd hurt somebody. If you shake someone's hand, you're going to scratch them. You'd hurt your own hand. They're, they're, they're getting too big. I need like a mini one that maybe I well, might wear. Well, you know what? I brought this up a couple of months ago. Why not have one that's sort of like a class ring – that allows right. you to wear it all the time, that you still have that one you put away in a safety deposit box. How about we sure. start a business where we come up with wearable Super Bowl rings? I'm, 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 I'm all in. I think it, this is a, this is a gold. This is gold, Jerry. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think, I mean, I, I agree. You can't wear that thing. And now you're worried you might lose it. And, you know, you take it off. And so I think, yeah, I guess getting one, you can wear, yeah, like your class ring. That hey, we were the champions. Here's my here's my mini my mini ring. All right, give me your philosophy with you and Peyton doing Monday night, the the alternate Monday night broadcast. What, what's the game plan? Game plan is just hey, we're 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 on our couches in our living room watching Monday night football together. We haven't we haven't done that in probably 25 years. As, as watched a, a Monday night football game. Uh, together, uh, and you know he'll be in Denver. I'll be in New Jersey, but we're still watching the same game. We're talking. We're telling old stories, either about those teams or, or playing in this in that stadium, or just all of a sudden we hear certain words being called in the game, or we see a play and we have a story. So it's very casual. It's very just uh, you know just having fun. We'll get to really analyze some of the plays and talk them through, but then we'll also skip over you know, a lot of, you know, runs for two yards. Like we don't need to discuss who was who carrying the ball for that two yard run and, and what happened. So we'll have, we'll bring some guests in there uh, to have some conversations. And so it's just, it should be a, uh, a fun way to watch a football game and, and learn a little bit about kind of behind the scenes of playing quarterback, being in the NFL and what's going on in the huddle, what's going on on the sideline. What are they looking at when they see the tablet? What's that offensive coordinator you know, yelling at that guy. What you know? What did he do wrong? What's going on in all these situations? Talking to Eli Manning, won two Super Bowls, of course, with the Giants. You once threw, I think, six picks against the Chargers. Is that that right? doesn't sound. That, I think that's Peyton. 
Peyton did? That's oh, oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, how would you, as an analyst, look at that performance? Let's say, let's let, let take away Peyton. Let's say I did it. Yeah, I threw. I threw. I think I threw. I think my most is four. I no, but let's say five. you're an analyst watching a performance where somebody throws six interceptions. You know, every every interception has a story, and you, you can you can have an excuse. Uh, the thing is, nobody really wants to hear the story. You know, the coaches don't want to hear it. Uh, you know, there's always receiver ran the wrong route. There's always hey, this ball get tipped. They you know, uh, you know, we're down. I'm trying to force something. So yeah, everyone has a story. Uh, no one really wants to hear it. And, and you know, it's uh, it, it, sometimes they're just they're just contagious. You know, the interceptions can be contagious. You start throwing one, you start thinking, hey, whatever you do, just don't throw another interception. And once you start thinking that way, they just keep coming. <laughs> it's like you can't you can't help it. They just you you, you know uh, something bad's about to happen. And you just can't pull it back. Yeah, I I came up with a stat called shared blame interceptions SBI. <laughs> That way, you know, after the game, the receiver can say that's on me. It shouldn't be on you. Um, Before I never say that they never, they've never (laughs) said that. It's it's never happened before. Before I get to uh, your plug with Verizon, uh, Derek Jeter going into the hall of fame. uh, You of course spent your career there in New York. How did you know you were wired to be able to deal with New York coming from New Orleans? You know, I, I, I didn't know. I think, uh, you know, I, I think I do have a little bit more of a kind of a laid back personality where, you know, things don't don't always bother me. If someone says something bad about me, you know, I, I don't I don't take offense to it. I don't I don't hold grudges. It's not going to ruin my day. Um, you know, so I think just the ability to kind of handle that New York media. I give I give Peyton and and Cooper a lot of credit for them just beating up on me all the time when I was growing up and and they said if you tell anybody or you complain or you tell mom we're going to make it worse the next time so I just said I was not allowed to complain or cry or say anything about it so I could just easily just forget about it I move on and I'd see him the next day and after they just gave me an atomic wedgie and 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 or pulled down my pants in front of you know, a bunch of girls, you know, I just, you know, I could still love them the next day and be happy and, and just be okay in any situation I was in. And I think that's kind of prepared me for the New York media and the New York and dealing with the ups and downs, kind of never getting too high, never getting too low. They pulled your pants down in front of girls. Yeah. Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras. Oh, no. um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hands up, throw me something, mister. You know, it's just a, a, a perfect situation just to come behind and get the, uh, get the pants down. I'm, I'm in some, you know, old school tidy whities you know, the, not a, not a good look. Uh, what are you doing with Verizon? <laughs> yeah, I've got the Verizon 5G multi-view. So uh, Verizon does a great job of just the innovation, the technology, during games at the stadium. So they're in they're in uh, seven different stadiums this year. They're in MetLife. So for Giants games, I'm going to the Giants game this Sunday. I'll be in person. And so if you log into the Giants app, uh, they have the, the Verizon MultiView where you have seven different camera angles where you can watch replays, you can watch the game, you can see, you know, hey, was this guy in on the sideline? Hey, did the ball cross the goal line to get that touchdown? So you don't have to wait on the Jumbotron for the, for the replay. You can be right there on your phone uh, within that app and, and kind of get all the, the cool angles. Uh, you can be right on the quarterback, whatever, however you want to watch it. So just creating 
that in-game experience at while you're at the game to give you all that technology and features to even enjoy it more. Are you wearing your jersey to the game? I was thinking about that. I was, I was, I was you know, just this morning, I was like, what am I going to wear to the game? I mean, everybody now wears jerseys. Do I wear my own jersey? Do yeah. I wear a Saquon jersey? You know, I don't, I don't know. I well, gotta, nobody I would think analyze. that Eli was wearing his own jersey. I've, I've, I've often thought about that, but, but when you are, then it looks weird. So it could backfire, you know, they're like, no, that's definitely him. And you get busted wearing your own Jersey. Then it's like, what, why, what is he doing? Why would he wear his own Jersey? But I, I have thoughts. It's like, yeah, no one would, he's not going to wear his own Jersey. It can't be him. We'll, we'll leave him alone. Uh, good luck with Verizon and uh, good luck on uh, Monday night. Great to talk to you again, Eli. Thank you. Always Dan. Good, good being with you, pal. That's Eli Manning. Courtesy of Verizon. You know, when they stop playing, they have a better sense of humor. And you got a great job there Monday night with your brother, back and forth, just having a little bit of fun. Can you watch as just a fan, or are you going to process this as a former quarterback? I don't think that Peyton could watch a game without dissecting things. Plus, you know, we make the mistake. I've made this mistake before. In fact, I remember talking to Troy Aikman when Troy Aikman was going to go into the booth with Joe Buck. And I said, are you ready to be critical of players? And he gave a great answer because he said, well, it's, it's not, you know, you're criticizing as much as you're analyzing. And there's, there's a difference in that because we can critique. Somebody else can critique, but sometimes you'll get the analyst who points out everything that's involved in it and analyzes that. And he's going to get to these moments where somebody's going to have a bad game, but he might focus on the person who's having a good game as a result of you having a bad game. If you throw four interceptions, are you then going to compliment the defensive rush? Are you going to compliment the defensive back? It might not be as critical as it is analytical. And this is what, and I've made this mistake before with guys getting into broadcasting. Are you able to say something? And I said this to Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison. And looking back, I probably shouldn't have. It's just analyze the game. Now, you're going to be accused of being critical, but just analyze the game. And if you go into that approach, then you'll look at it and, and you'll be honest with what you see instead of saying, boy, how's this going to be perceived? It, you can't play favorites. And, and Rodney would be critical of the, of the Patriots. And, and, you know, there were times when I would press Tony Dungy about Peyton Manning. And these are really good teams that are playing. But, you know, that, that Peyton and Eli are, are going to be fine because they're going to be together talking about it. If I'm hosting with them, I would be pushing them a little bit more. Probably the reason why I'm not hosting the alternate Monday Night Football and the fact I don't work at ESPN as well. But I, I think it's interesting that this is, this is something I proposed to Amazon uh, last year. Not with Peyton and Eli, but can you get just two players, former players, and you just sit around and you just watch the game? But you have somebody who sort of is the you know, traffic cop there, and uh, you know, it never got far with that. I'm not sure what Amazon's doing on Thursday nights once they take over from Fox, but that was something that I proposed. Can you get guys in a relaxed situation who will just talk to you? And I know that ESPN does the mega cast and you have, you know, former coaches in there. I wanted players with players 
and, and I stay out of the way. All you do is basically roll out the ball and go, all right, you guys play and let me know when you need me. And, and that was something that I thought uh, could work on Thursday nights with Amazon. Uh, but Monday night with these two, and then they'll have guests that'll be in there. And it'll, I think it'll be, it'll be a great listen in particular because of Peyton. Uh, I think that he he will provide that insight. I'm always curious why Eli never got an Omaha Omaha. He didn't have one. At least I I can't remember Eli with a Omaha Omaha. But, you know, Peyton kind of cornered the market on Omaha Omaha. And then occasionally you get Roethlisberger would say something that was kind of funny from a TV show or a movie. Aaron Rodgers would do that as well. Yeah, McLovin. Eli's jersey conundrum is interesting. Can he? Can you wear your own jersey? Like, what is? What does he wear to the Giants? I think game? it would be funny that you do it, but but he might want to separate from the Giants to be an analyst if he cares about that. But it would be pretty funny if you're there for the first game. You can go as a fan. You know, wear your Giants jersey. Yeah, Paul. I'm really looking forward to Eli and Peyton during a blowout game. If it's 35-0 at half and there's nothing, there's games, you may switch to them and they may just start telling stories. Yeah. Because there's nothing to analyze. Sometimes even with Sunday Night Football, when when there's a blowout, there's a couple years where there's a blowout and Al Michaels just started telling old stories with Collinsworth and they filled an entire second half with good stories. That could be good. Yeah, and I think if you have sort of a Rolodex that you can go, oh, you know, remember that time you guys were losing 28 to nothing? And then you start talking about what you're talking about during the game in that situation or what that me- that team might be thinking about or what that coach might be thinking. And I, I, they're going to have so many, the treasure trove of stories. The question is, how much do you want to reveal? That's always the tricky part. Because Eli usually didn't say much. Peyton would... But it feels like Eli's coming out of that shell. And if you're around them, and I've been around them before, uh, you know, Eli's sort of a sneaky assassin. Peyton is funny. I mean, Peyton comes in and, and he's, he's going to, you know, he'll be the hammer. But I also think that if you have the, the willingness to tell stories, and they're, you know, self-deprecating stories always play. Like, you don't want to say, you know, that time that I threw, remember when I beat Brady in the Super Bowl? It's when you talk about you had doubts. Uh, he was just talking about, you know, going to Mardi Gras and having his hands up to <laughs> catch something and his brothers pull his pants down. That's a story that we love. Yes, Tom. But if you have, if you're telling stories outside of the family, just other things, you also wonder in the back of your mind, was this, am I talking out of school? Is this something that was told to me in confidence? And you're trying to remember, I got this great story, but is this going to somehow embarrass or offend a former teammate or something? Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. All right. Uh, what's the poll question today, McLovin? Oh, we haven't decided officially. Is is it fair to do the least buzzworthy team slash player, or is that mean? Because sure. uh, um, I also, I think, despite what you guys said, I think Teddy Bridgewater has to go on there because nobody is excited to see Teddy Bridgewater start for the Denver Broncos. Probably so. Um, would you rather be a team with no chance but still be interesting? Because the Texans aren't interesting. They're only interesting if Deshaun Watson plays. And they have no chance of making the playoffs. Yes. Like compared to the uh, the Jaguars yeah. who have a low win total, but it's okay. They're interesting. How about the Lions? They have Dan Campbell. They're kind of interesting. I mean, you don't tune in to watch a coach very often. Dan Campbell's good during the week. 
I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, if he's if is he biting kneecaps on the field during a game? He's not suiting up. Is Jared Goff, the story is interesting. I don't know if watching Jared Goff is going to be interesting. There's a difference in that. The Giants, to me, are interesting because of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I don't know if they're going to be any good. But they do have some storylines there. Yeah, McLovin. Daniel Jones, interesting in the same sentence? Well, interesting. uh, (laughs) Is he tripping on the the 15-yard line? (laughs) The situation is interesting. Because this is where you decide if you want to keep that quarterback or you move on. And you wasted, if that's the case, you wasted a big number on that draft pick. Yeah, Paul. Daniel Jones, by the way, I checked. His nickname is Dan. <laughs> so his buddies call him Dan when they're like horsing around back home. Is he the NBA's Joe Johnson? Yeah. In a weird way, I, I root for Daniel Jones to have some type of upspike in his career so you don't just talk about him tripping on that run. Like Gus Farratt had a decent career, but the headbutt is his. Oh, yeah. You know, Orlovsky's got the end zone thing. He's got a very successful career, but Daniel Jones needs some moments. How many guys, okay, you just brought up two great ones. Orlovsky has, has carved out a great career at the mothership. Gus Farratt scored a touchdown and then got injured with head, headbutting the, uh, the, the side of the stadium. He hurt his neck. Um, Daniel Jones is the guy who tripped. Is there somebody else who comes up? Uh, Jim Marshall, who played for the Vikings, he uh, ran the wrong way, but he was a Hall of Famer. Leon, Leon Lett. Lett. Leon Lett. But Leon went to the Pro Bowl a couple of times, but it doesn't matter. It's Leon Lett and the fumble. Actually, Leon Lett had two of them, didn't he have on Thanksgiving, where he, you know, the ball's rolling around, you're not supposed to touch it, and then he went to try to pick it up. and In then the he snow. Fumbled. Yeah, in the snow. And then the Super Bowl, where Don Beebe chases him down from behind, and he doesn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm pulling. Gus Farratt, the quarterback, he was in the league for 14 years. He had 100 starts. It wasn't like he was there for 10 minutes. He had 114 career touchdowns. He actually made a Pro Bowl one year. But if you Google his name, what's the first video that comes up? Yes, McLovin. I'll give you another one that's not fair. Jackie Smith, the tight end. Oh, Hall of Famer. I know. The, the Super Bowl. Drop, right? Yeah, the Cowboys against Steelers. And he had a touch. You know, they were coming back. I think Roger Staubach, they were coming back against the Steelers and Jackie Smith, Hall of Famer, spent you know most of his career with the St. Louis Cardinals, and he dropped it. Yeah, McLovin. What was he? I don't remember it that well. Wasn't there a Dolphins kicker who fumbled something in the Super Bowl? Daryl Yepremian. Who is a Hall of Famer, too. I, think he I don't think re- he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he wasn't? No, okay. no. He was famous, though, and he had one of the worst Super Bowl plays of all time. Well, right? that was a horrible Super Bowl. I think the 14-7, Mike Bass, I think, picked up the fumble, scored the touchdown. Um, you know, Mark Sanchez. Known for the butt fumble. And he, and he went to the AFC title game a couple of times. A couple of times. Um, if, if you think of other ones, uh, send them out on Twitter to us. But uh, somebody, when you say their name, they're known for one thing. When we come back, the Washington football team is going to change its nickname. We don't know when, but we learned earlier this morning that they're going to reveal a new name They have about seven or eight names now. They're going to narrow that down and basically judge public sentiment here. I'm going to tell you the no-brainer. I'm going to tell you the names that they can't go with, 
but I can tell you the one that they should. Play of the Day is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Tim Callishaw. Oh, he's on the road. He's in Tampa. That's a journalist there. Dallas Morning News columnist, ESPN Around the Horn contributor. Look at that. On the road, spending some uh, company money. We're traveling for the first time in a couple of years. Didn't go to any road games last year. Who has more pressure on them for the Dallas Cowboys this season? If I go Dak, Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones, other? Um, I I would say Dak. I think McCarthy's pressure will come quickly after one season that wasn't good. And on him, I would say very quickly, it it doesn't help him that Jerry stayed so long with Jason Garrett as he did nine and a half years. I think he realizes he had this belief in Garrett as a person because he'd known him for 25 years and it didn't work. He has no such belief with McCarthy. He just brought him here because he was a winning coach 10 years ago in Green Bay. Now do it again. So I think his time will be fairly quick. But but because of the contract, because of the injury, because of everything else, I think it's immediately on Dak. And Dak needs to have a, a, a special season uh, to, to kind of make sure make everyone feel like, okay, this wasn't a this wasn't a big mistake to go all in with $160 million on this guy. Well, it's one thing to be a cute story, and then all of a sudden you get paid and it's no longer a cute story. Right. Dak Prescott's not a cute story anymore. <laughs> no, he's not the overachieving fourth-round pick uh, anymore. He's the guy who makes more than every quarterback who's ever played in the Super Bowl, except for Patrick Mahomes. And and, and some people will tell you his his deal is better than Mahomes' deal. So, yeah, it, it's it's – you know, whether it should be about the money or not, it is. And there is a salary cap. And while he's not he's not killing them against the cap now, uh, he's third on the roster this year. But then it starts going up very quickly. And, and we've seen other teams struggle when, when a quarterback is chewing up 18 19% of the cap. We've seen teams not win because of that. Uh, how's morale going into this season in Dallas? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm oh, fine. The good. Dallas Morning is, is ready to go. We've got four writers here, and we feel good about our predictions and our deadlines. Uh, but if you mean the Cowboys and fans, uh, I, I I just think it's very apprehensive because of this, who they're playing. If they were playing a normal game, if they were playing the Giants, who they used to open every season against, I think everybody would feel wonderful. But... But you have no Zach Martin, so your best lineman's gone again. You, Dak hasn't played in 11 months. All the things that hang over this team. And you're playing not just a Super Bowl team, but a Super Bowl team that a week ago the coach was calling them out saying, I'll play the starters into the second half if we don't get this thing going. And Brady comes out and goes seven for seven, and they got a touchdown. It feels like they're ready to go play the playoffs, and the Cowboys didn't even bother with the exhibition season. Are you convinced the Cowboys are a playoff team? I wouldn't say convinced. That's a strong word. Um, 
I, I think it's a two-team race between Dallas and Washington. I don't think there's a lot to separate the two. I think Washington is, if they can get a decent season out of Fitzpatrick, they might be the better team because they're so much better defensively. But I, but I don't know if he can hold up for 17 games and not fall apart as he usually has. If Dallas says reasonable health, just normal NFL health, I think they'll win the division. Dallas starts out with Tampa and then at the Chargers. So they could right. be conceivable to be 0-2, and then I know they have three easier games after that. But if they start out 0-2, yeah. what do you think? That, like, you got to yeah, preach patience, but Jerry doesn't have patience sometimes. No, and it's those easier games. Yeah, there's three home games coming up, New York, Philly, and Carolina. Well, just because those teams all have losing records, no, I don't think Philly's very good. But I don't know what Carolina is going to do this year, second year for those coaches and all. And, and and New York, they beat the Cowboys at the end of last year, and they got Barkley back. So if you're 0-2, easy games are gone, and all those games start to look tougher. Now, if you, get, if you avoid 0-2, the Cowboys don't play a team that had a winning record, for whatever that's worth, between Tampa and Kansas City in the middle of November. So they have a long stretch against teams that were 500 or worse. They can they can do some damage if they can get their act together. But but I think like to your point, the Chargers is a very tough second game at LA. I mean that team should be pretty good. Somebody's going to be pretty good in that division. And besides the Chiefs, it might be the Chargers. And really, all you're asking the Cowboys to do is be average on defense. Because yes. if you have an above average offense, then are they capable of being an average defense? They're not good at defensive tackle, and their defensive ends have not played well or or been available the last year or two. Uh, so there's a lot of excitement about Micah Parsons and, and a great rookie pick, and there's some excitement about Keanu Neal coming in from Atlanta. But they're really just replacing two linebackers everybody was excited about before, Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch a first-round pick and an almost first-round pick. So it's like they're trying to get this linebacker thing right, but if your defensive tackles in front of them are no good and Neville Gallimore is not going to play and Tristan Hill hasn't practiced with the team yet, then then you are just got a bunch of guys up in front of him. Then you're back to having linebackers making tackles seven yards down the field. I think tonight Tampa Bay has a great chance to run the ball a lot and 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 do what teams did to Dallas – last year and, and if that happens then everybody's gonna gonna freak out and and think this thing isn't getting better at all always great to talk to you glad you're traveling have fun uh, tonight tim good to be here in this wonderful setting yes i can tell the ambiance looks really really nice thank you bud that's uh, <laughs> tim callishaw only the best for tim callishaw you know when you're with dallas morning news and you're traveling uh, ESPN also around the horn contributor. Let's bring in Rick Stroud, who covers the Buccaneers for the Tampa Bay Times. Unlike anybody else does, he also hosts uh, Sports Day Tampa Bay podcast. Uh, before we talk about tonight, Rick, with the Buccaneers, go back to when they were, what, seven and five? You had three losses in four games. What was happening then? And then what happened after that that changed the Buccaneers season? Uh, I think what was happening was sheer panic um, at that point. But, you know, it was a situation where Tom Brady 
got with Bruce Arians. They were supposed to play golf. The league wouldn't let them. Uh, they had sort of some long telephone conversations, uh, I think, without Byron Leftwich. And basically, Tom said, hey, here's what I need. I, I need more play action. I need more, um, you know, motion, pre-snap motion. we got to run the ball more. we got to be more committed to this. And I think it, it sort of evolved the offense a little quicker uh, towards the second half. And they were a tired football team. You know, they had played a lot of games. They played – you know, a couple of three-point losses to the Rams and the Chiefs, and they really just felt like they needed that break, and, and they came back and they, they caught fire. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was it's interesting that teams always have these moments where there's a dip, you know, some point in this season, and then, then they start to figure it out later in the season. Those teams that are uh, caught fire, they have momentum going into the postseason. How confident were you, though, in the last month of the season if I would have said, hey, this team's going to win the Super Bowl? I think after they got on a run, um, you know, just talking to the coaches and watching them, uh, they really felt like they were getting better each week. The schedule got a little easier. Um, you know, they came out, I think they were down 17 points to the Falcons, and it was really dark and gloomy. But Brady came back, and I think he threw five touchdown passes that day. And, you know, they just they, they just felt like the more time they were together, I think people underestimate, you know, what COVID and, and Tom changing, you know, systems and not knowing the plays and he's trying to memorize plays on the way on a bus to new orleans you know and and so there was a big learning curve there Hmm. and and i just think they got better you know as they as they played also brady played the season with a partially torn mcl how did they hide that Good question, man. I wish I had the answers to all these. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I know that Tom uh, just told them he was fine. I guess he got a physical after he, you know, signed his contract when he was in New York. But um, you know, basically, it was him and Alex Guerrero spending you know 12, 14 hours a day trying to stabilize that knee. Uh, he said sometimes he'd go to go to bed with with it all taped up and things like that. Um, so you know, they gave him a lot of a lot of time off the second half of the year. He took some days and. And he and he got through it. You know, he didn't make a big deal out of it. But Wait, he do you surgery. think Bruce Arians knew that Tom Brady had a a knee that needed surgery? I think he knew that he had a problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know to what extent. Look, he was never on an injury report. We can get into that, but I think, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, he was never going to not play with it, right? He started with this same knee that he finished the season with. It wasn't something that was going to keep him out of a game, um, and and you know, it's sort of like. Don't ask, don't tell. You know, they, he, I don't think they wanted to know what was wrong with that, but he had worn a brace for 13 years, so he was still wearing one. Also, when you sit down with Brady and, and you come to the COVID topic, and I, I was curious how surprised you were that Tom answered it, uh, honestly, that, that he had had COVID and maybe got it when uh, they had the uh, Super Bowl armada. Yeah, well, I, you know, you never ask a question you don't have an answer to, Dan. That's the key. And I, I sort of waited. Uh, we were running out of time because he gave me 14 of the best minutes of my life. So, I, uh, you know, I had to ask at the end there as we were leaving. And, and he just, you know, he was just wanted to move on. I, I think he he said, yeah, you know, I had it. And um, they, you know, a lot of people got sick, I think, at the boat parade, uh, not just, uh, you know, not just the avocado tequila and stuff. But I, it, I think he just, he felt like, 
it's it's in his past, and he just said, I'm worried. He, he turned, you know, he blocked in bridge and said, I'm worried about this year because I think we're going to have a lot more problems with everything that's opened up, and even though guys are vaccinated, they're still going to get sick, and, you know, we could have players missing games. I mean, before they went to Houston, um, they had two, you know, defensive tackles, and Dominican Sue being one of them, that couldn't play in the preseason game. So, you know, that's kind of what he's thinking about is uh, how this can affect them going forward. It sounds strange to say, but is this Super Bowl or bust? <laughs> with Tom Brady? With with the Buccaneers, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what's a good season when you have this guy, right? I mean, it hasn't been done, um, you know, since he did it 17 years ago. But that's why they're playing. And I don't think he's going to let them let off the gas. I mean, there's you know a lot of talk about complacency and things like this. I mean, it's incredible, Dan. I mean, when you see what this guy's able to do, he told me his arm feels like he's 24. He's playing his 300th game today, 300 start or 300 game, and and that sets up nicely because uh, I think his 400th game will be against Arch Manning, who will be going to the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. So, you know, I, I just there, there's no slowdown in this guy. I'm telling you, if he feels healthy, and I've talked to Alex Grill about this, I think he's going to go beyond just this season and next season. It would not surprise me at all if that's the case. Yeah, I know. I saw the quote from your uh, your column where he said, "I feel like I'm 24." Usually, that that leaves you. You know, when you ask a quarterback, what's the first thing that leaves you? They might talk about some sharpness. Uh, They might talk about, you know, usually it's arm strength there. Is Brady throwing like he's 24? Well, I wasn't there when he was 24. I saw him in a lot of Super Bowls, and and, and everybody on that staff says he's throwing the ball as well as they can ever detect that he did on film. Um, You know, so, I mean, he's a guy, you know, we talked about this, that he he grew up and he always had elbow problems in in baseball playing as a kid. He had elbow problems in Michigan, and that's how he got with Alex Guerrero because they were going to IR him at one point in in New England. He went out there to California. He was working with Willie McGinnis, and he just says that, you know, he's never had had any problems since then um so his arm has been great and you know the way he takes care of himself with tb12 he's got 34 guys on this roster going to tb12 which is a mile from the facility uh getting worked on by body coaches each week so it's you know you might have a bunch of buccaneers playing until they're in their 40s now does the team pick up the tab for that it's a great question dan you'll have to read the stories about that i don't you know I don't want to disclose everything just yet, but oh, oh, okay. I think the players do. I actually think that it's it's on the players. I think I know this in New England they did. Yeah, although I don't think Bill liked that. <laughs> no, apparently not. That that changed pretty quickly. By the way, I know that you went through some lean years down there, but uh, you know you you've got it made now. I mean, come on, it's it's great to be in Tampa. It's Champa Bay. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. It is. We got the hockey team. Yo, it's this is a big night. I mean, after they won Super Bowl thirty seven, to tell you how things go in Tampa, their greatest moment, right? They win O two Super Bowl. And then we're at the owners' meetings, and they find out they've got to open at Philly. They're the only Super Bowl team before or since it's opened on the road. And that just fed right into John Gruden's paranoia. And we're at the owners' <laughs> meeting. He's like, I'll tell you what, man. I'm around here singing, why, Eagles, why? You know what I mean? Why do we got to? So, yeah, it was. So this is, a, this is a big deal. This is a really big deal. That is well done. Uh, are you surprised at all with what's happening or not happening with the Raiders with John Gruden? Not surprised. Love John as a football coach. He's a terrible GM. He's got Mike Mayock, who's probably not getting to pull the strings. And I think John will stay and Mayock will go, and they'll bring in Bruce Allen. I mean, that's that's what he does. Mm. So 
Um, terrific play caller, great motivator. Um, likes the quarterback he doesn't have. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can go on and on, but I'm not surprised at all. Have fun tonight. We'll be checking back in with you. Always great to talk to you, Rick. Good to talk to you, Dan. Thanks. That's Rick Stroud. He's done a great job covering the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Times. That was a that was a really good John Gruden impersonation. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, that's good. All right, phone calls coming up, and the Danettes are going to offer hot takes. I have to decide if they are a hot take and how hot is said take. These are items that we'll look back in January on this memorable day, the opening night of the NFL season. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All righty. Last call for phone calls. I do my best to get some phone calls. The popular Rich Eisen will join us on the program tomorrow, host of uh, NFL Network and the Rich Eisen show that uh, follows this one. Uh, you guys want to guess who I picked for the Super Bowl? Yes, Tom. You are going with a rematch of Super Bowl fourteen, which was in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. So, uh, SoFi is only about an hour away. The Rams might be the easier pick of the two, but you're going with Big Ben and the Steelers to represent the AFC. All right. Rams and the Steelers. Okay. McLovin? I'm going off several clues you've been dropping. Mm. You have always said you love defense. Mm-hmm. So your shocking team will be the Washington football team. Mm. Now. Okay. Or maybe San Francisco, because I've noticed you haven't talked about San Francisco at all. No, which, you, you got to make a pick. Washington football team Again. versus the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Seton O'Connor. So I don't have a, a pick on the matchup, but I just have four teams that I think you're like the ones that you're trying to talk yourself out of. Okay. Okay. I have also the Washington football team. All right. The Titans, the Chargers, the Cowboys. All right. One of those teams is on the list that I'm trying to talk myself out of. Yes, I knew it. Yes. One of those four. Paulie? I think you were going to have a team from Los Angeles as one of your picks. Okay. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah, I want to cover my bases. Um, Yeah, I guarantee there's – okay, I guarantee there's a team from Los Angeles as one of your two picks. Okay. Um, you know, I've been on the Matthew Stafford bandwagon before there was a bandwagon and thought if you're going to make a bet for the MVP that Matthew Stafford with those long odds, but I will say this, you guys have not picked, nobody picked the two teams that I'm going to pick to play in the Super Bowl. Seton did have one team that I, I've been for some reason. I got this umbilical cord attached to the Tennessee Titans. And I don't know why. Because I'm thinking, okay, you got a great running back. Tannehill had a really good year last year. They averaged 30 points. They're one of the top scoring teams. You bring in, you know, Julio Jones with A.J. Brown. And then, you know, Bud Dupree, uh, Caleb Farley, you've added a little bit to the defense. And I thought, golly, could this be a sneaky pick? But I can't pick him. Oh, I know, I, oh. I, I know, I know, I know. I, I promise you, this kept me up last night. I kept going, I like the Titans. Were you like pacing? 
The house? No, not pacing. But I'm like, I got up to go get another beer and then came back. But I, that's not pacing. Yes, McClellan. If they make it now, you're going to be so mad it's at yourself. Okay. It's okay. Um, because I've talked myself in and talked myself out of teams, it feels like, every year. Like, I talk myself into the Chargers almost every year for about a 10-year period. I go, you know, they got the most talent in football. I'm taking the Chargers. And then you go, Ugh. Um, Yeah, my, my two teams are not going to surprise you. I'm not picking the Buffalo Bills. Saucy. I'm not picking the Cleveland Browns. I'm taking your Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I know. Gutsy. <laughs> I know. I know. You already feel bad about it. Really embracing I, hot I, take I, day. No, because, <laughs> I, because I did this last year where I purposely went against Buccaneers in Kansas City. Certainly Kansas City. I'm like, God, that's boring. But do I want to be interesting or do I want to be correct? That's that's the dilemma that I have here. That's the segment, interesting or correct. Yeah, inter- <laughs> interesting or correct. Brought to you by. But you can't be both, it feels like. I mean, you might be. If, if the Titans would go to the Super Bowl, I, I, I will be mad at myself. But, but I will be on the record uh, as considering them. <laughs> And so I was. <laughs> we can edit it so you yes. pick them. Yes. The guys and, in the back will make it sound and, like you Okay, pick let them. me just do it. And, and the team I'm picking to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. Clip that, Mario. Bring that back in February. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Now, in the NFC, I'm not going with Seattle. I'm not going with San Francisco. I'm not going with the Rams. And I I was going to have a Rams-Titans Super Bowl. And then I stopped drinking tequila. And then I said, all right, I got I to gotta come up with the... I'm taking the Green Bay Packers to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not a hot take. I'm I'm so disappointed in myself. Who do you have winning said Super Bowl? I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and and Aaron Rodgers that's his last game as a Green Bay Packer. How's that? Is it Devontae Adams' last game? Mm-hmm. Question mark. See, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Like, I, I love Josh Allen. I've said that. I don't, you know, Rodgers was wonderful. I, I have Mahomes winning the MVP. See, it's another boring thing. I couldn't go Rodgers because he, he, no matter what he does, trying to equal last year. Uh, Josh Allen, the, the expectation level is really high on him. I, I think he made them better than what they really were. Uh, and I just, it comes back to Mahomes' offensive line, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I just, I have that every week. Yes, McClellan. How about the Bucks? Were they in the discussion? Yes, they were. Um, I just, I, I wasn't sold on them last year. Uh, you know, I go back to when they were seven and five. I, I just think the defense played well. I didn't think they played well until they got to the Super Bowl and they took advantage of 
a defensive line that was terrible. Uh, you know, you're asking Brady, stay healthy. Uh, I'm not as high on the wide receiving core as everybody else is. I think we're basing this off of, you know, Gronk's a Hall of Famer. He doesn't play like a Hall of Famer. He did play well in the Super Bowl. Antonio Brown, I'm just not sure. It's Antonio Brown. Uh, Godwin. I like Mike Evans. You got some tight ends there. I mean, they have everything. It's just, it's so hard to repeat. And, you know, Tom's the last to do it in 03 and 04. And, and I know, I always say, I'll never go against Tom Brady. I guess technically I'm going against Tom Brady right now. But if it was Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I would take Tom Brady, as I did last year. Yes, Tom. It saves a lot of time for Jake from State Farm. He already had Mahomes and Rogers together in commercials. They could just kind of keep reshowing those. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they want to use me in those State Why Farm not? commercials. Perfect. It'd be nice if I was Jake's friend coming in. Oh, God. There's so much pressure. You hate this. I do. Because you know what's even the worst part of it is that if they're wrong, then it was boring and wrong. <laughs> At least if you're interesting and wrong, it's like, hey, I took a shot. This is just boring and it was wrong. Boring and wrong. <laughs> Brought to you by. <laughs> yes, McLovin. The worst was when you picked the Saints, who were clearly the best team, and they got the pass interference call yeah. against them. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they should have been Super Bowl champions. <sighs> what did we learn today, Todd? As a youth, Eli Manning had his pants pulled down by brothers Peyton and Cooper during Mardi Gras in front of girls. Ah. McLovin. Eli Manning also referenced many wedgies. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Salad days. Yeah, we know where salad days came from. My good friend Billy Shakespeare. Uh, Paulie? Ivy League. Overrated? Overrated. Hey, rocket scientists. Look no further than the next big thinker. First in class technology, a leader in innovation and Intelligence not seen from an SUV. The 2021 Mercedes-Benz S uh, GLE. Learn more at uh, mbusa.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for joining us. Meet Friday tomorrow. Talk to you then. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell so why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own brake kits LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan. Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. 
The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. 